Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Hey guys, I am so excited about today's episode. This is one of my favorite topics of all time. I can talk about this forever. Um, I am going to try to keep today's episode relatively short though, because I love giving you guys powerful information in a short period of time, because I know that our attention spans don't go on forever. You know, we have so much going on in our lives. So really one of my goals is I like to give you these episodes where I give you a bunch of info uh, that's really impactful in a short period of time. So today, one of my favorite topics, we are going to talk about communication. And what I want to start out with is two reasons why communication matters, why it's important. And then I'm going to move into the four different types of communication. And then I'm going to give you some tips on how in the heck can you do it effectively? So first off, why is communication so important? Number one, people cannot read your mind. Maybe in the future, we'll be able to read people's minds. There'll be some kind of device like a um, little contact you wear and you can just scan someone's forehead and you'll get a little text bubble of exactly what they're thinking. But you guys, we cannot read minds and people cannot read our minds. So yeah, we need to communicate. And so often people kind of get stuck in avoidance of communication. They don't want to do it. And for a number of reasons, whether it's past relationships or things they experienced in their family of origin, people avoid communicating. And I think sometimes there's this fantasy uh, that we think that people will know what we need or want, or we somehow just hope that they will be able to read our mind some way. But cold, hard truth, y'all, people cannot read your mind. All right, <laughs> moving on to point number two. When you don't communicate, you are actually telling yourself that you don't matter. Let me unpack that one a little bit. So our self-worth is directly correlated with how well we're able to express our needs, our wants, our emotions, our experiences. And if you don't communicate those things, 
you're actually telling yourself that you don't matter. You're not important. Your feelings don't really matter. And that actually can lead to low self-worth. As a psychologist, when I look at, you know, some of the models of understanding depression and anxiety, some of those point to this concept of withheld emotions. And it's true. We know that when you fail to communicate, you don't express things, you bottle them in, it can lead to mental health disorders. It can lead to low self-worth. So communication gives you the opportunity to be heard, to be validated, to be understood. And it also gives you the opportunity to have your needs met. It allows other people to show up for you. If you don't give people the opportunity to meet your needs, then they won't. So I, you know, I have these two points, obviously, that that I've made here. You know, people can't read your mind and that if you don't communicate, you're telling yourself you don't matter. There's even more points that I could make, but these two are pretty powerful. So I'm going to leave it at that for now. I'm sure in future episodes, I'll share with you even more reasons why it's important to communicate. But for now, just hold on to those two because damn, those are really powerful. Um, So let's just jump into it. Let's talk about what are the different styles of communication and kind of what can we strive towards in terms of being able to communicate effectively. So there's four different types of communication. Maybe you all have heard of these, but I'm hoping to give you this info in a way that it sticks with you and you're able to take it in. So there is assertive, aggressive, passive, and passive aggressive. So starting with aggressive, you know, to break it down, essentially aggressive communication is my needs matter, your needs don't. Usually it's someone forcing their opinions or beliefs onto another person without regard or respect for that other person or that other person's beliefs or opinions. I feel like you see this a lot in like political debates or um, just debates in general. It's like, you know, it can become very, very aggressive. Um, Yeah. And this next style I'll talk about is passive. So passive communication is your needs matter, my needs don't, right? So it's a downplay of what's going on for you. It's you valuing the other person's beliefs and opinions above yours. And, you know, I can really relate to that one. I think um, in, in terms of like past communication styles for me, in terms of how I used to show up in my dating life, I think that a passive communication style and an anxious attachment tend to go together. Um, so, yeah. Um, because 
as someone who's anxiously attached in a relationship, you are solely focused on the other person. And that kind of causes you to withhold your own wants, your own feelings, because you don't want to do anything that might cause that other person to feel uncomfortable, cause them to think something about you. You're just focused on meeting that other person's needs. So it can really kind of lead to a passive communication style. Okay. And then another fun one. Oh my gosh. Passive aggressive. We all have these people in our lives. I love the passive aggressive sticky note. Have y'all had that roommate where it's like, you know, there's dishes in the sink need to be done. You're going to get to it, but you've just had the week from hell and you wake up in the morning and there's a sticky note that says, Hey, I'd really appreciate it if you do your dishes because you know, I live here too. And we all know that the subtext of that is like, stop being such a lazy jerk, right? It's like, the the passive aggressive sticky note is just hilarious to me. And anyways, passive aggressive is when someone is communicating something probably indirectly. I feel like texts are great for this too. Um, or they're even communicating it to someone else, but not directly to you. Um, and they're not really actually saying what they want to say, but you can just tell in the subtext. Um, that's a super fun one. <laughs> and then of course we have assertive communication and assertive communication is when my needs matter and your needs matter. And this is the style that we all aim to get to. And basically it's this realization that both perspectives are valuable we can maintain respect for one another while listening to each other's perspectives. And usually, you know, this is someone who's a good listener. They have good eye contact. They are engaging. They appear confident and they're able to also state their wants and needs in a way that is clear, kind, and confident. So y'all, we all want to be able to communicate assertively. And there are so many things that get in the way of assertive communication. And I want to say this for a lot of us, it doesn't come naturally. We're not just born into families where, you know, we sit down and we have dialogues when we're upset and we talk about our feelings and we're using I statements and we're making sure that everyone feels heard. You know, this stuff doesn't just happen naturally. For most of us, this requires some level of work. Um, and I know for myself, it's definitely something that I've had to work on. And I, I feel, thank goodness, I've gotten better and better at it with lots of practice. So I want to say that to you. If you if you feel like, oh, I'm just passive or, yeah, I'm just aggressive. It's just what I learned from my family. Don't do that to yourself. Do not put yourself in a box. We all have the ability to move towards 
and assertive communication style, we all have the ability to get better at expressing our needs and emotions in a way that others can hear us and validate us. You know, we all have that ability. So, you know, obviously, like I said, I want to keep this short and sweet, but powerful. And there are lots of things you can do to work on this. But one of the things that I want to do is give you just two takeaway tips that you can go put into action today to improve your communication. So let's jump into it, shall we? Um, the tip number one that I have is probably one you've heard before as psychologists, as coaches, you know, people um, in this field, we love to say this, but I want to say it in a way that hopefully helps it stick with you. All right. You need to use I statements. Okay. So, so often we are using you statements like, you know, when you did that, you really pissed me off. Um, you just keep doing this and I just, it makes me feel super frustrated. You know, we're using you statements all the time. So I challenge you try to shift your language focus on using I statements. Okay. When you use an I statement, you are taking ownership over your experience and guess what? Your experience is valid because it's your experience. And when you use an I statement, you are setting yourself up to be better received by the person listening to you. Okay. So I can take in someone saying, I felt really hurt when you did X, Y, and Z so much better than you really hurt me when you did blah, blah, blah. You know, I statements help the person that we're talking to not get defensive. So I statements are for you because you need to take ownership of your experience, but they're also for the person you're talking to so that they can actually take in what you're saying. Okay. So that's my I statement soapbox. We can tell clearly I'm very passionate about it. Um, anybody want to make like a t-shirt that's like, I heart I statements. That would be awesome. Let's do that. Um, anyways, that was the number one tip that I had for you in terms of how can you apply assertive communication into your life right now? Um, the number two tip that I have about this is really getting good at mindful communication what the hell does that mean? It means being able to take a pause before you respond. Uh, so many of us, we're busy, we're worn out, we're, you know, we're running from work to lunch to work, traffic commute, home, 
you know, try to talk to a friend, maybe, um, all of the things, all of the things. And we're so busy. We're tapped out. We don't have the capacity to have good conversations, but I want to challenge that because you guys, good conversations equals good relationships and you all are deserving of, you know, great relationships. So we need to prioritize how we are showing up in our relationships. And part of this means being able to take a pause, being able to think, okay, how can I best communicate what my needs are right now before you say something, before you have a freak out, you know? Um, you know, I, I think we've all been there where we're hungry. Um, oh man, I'm the worst. I, I get super hangry, like, especially if it's after the gym and I just like killed it. And for whatever reason, I haven't been able to eat. It's just best if I don't say anything. And I know that about myself, right? Like mindful communicating. I cannot communicate when I'm really hungry. Uh, DM me if you are also prone to hangriness. Let's talk about this. Um, But you guys, take that pause. Know that how you say things matters. How you say things matters. So take the pause. Think about how can I express myself? How can I ask for what I need in a way that is going to be best received. Take a deep breath, you know? And then I think the other part of this is sometimes we realize, and sometimes it's a little too far into the conversation, but sometimes we realize that, wow, now is really not the time for this conversation. And what I want you to know is you always, always, always have the right to say, hey, can we put this conversation on pause and come back to it at insert better time for the conversation? Um, So many times conflict, fights, et cetera, are happening because, you know, you're tired, you're worn out, you're hungry, you had this thing at work, you felt time pressure, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And It's not even about the thing that you're having the conflict about. So make sure that your basic needs are taken care of before you're having a conversation and definitely know you always have the ability to put a pause on something and come back to it. Obviously, we don't want to avoid which is why I always tell people, if you are putting a pause, you have to decide when you're going to have the conversation. So you can't just say, no, we're not going to talk about this. You're going to say, hey, I think we need 24 hours. Let's talk about this tomorrow after work when we're both home and we've had dinner, you know, et cetera. So um, get clear about when you will talk about it, but you can always put it on pause. Okay, you guys. Wow. I can go on and on about this topic. I hope this was helpful. Please take a screenshot 
of a part of this episode that you enjoyed. Make sure you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. If you haven't already, go and leave this podcast a review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate it. That is how this podcast will be found by new listeners. And as always, you guys, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Take care. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.